This morning's devotion is from Luke chapter 1. This is the birth of John the Baptist foretold. When Herod was king of Judea, there was a Jewish priest named Zechariah. He was a member of the priestly order of Abiah, and his wife Elizabeth was also from the priestly line of Aaron. Zechariah and Elizabeth were righteous in God's eyes, careful to obey all the Lord's commandments and regulations. They had no children because Elizabeth was unable to conceive, and they were both very old. One day Zechariah was serving God in the temple, for his order was on duty that week, as was the custom of the priests. He was chosen by lot to enter the sanctuary of the Lord and burn incense. While the incense was being burned, a great crowd stood outside praying. While Zechariah was in the sanctuary, an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing to the right of the incense altar. Zechariah was shaken and overwhelmed with fear when he saw him. But the angel said, Don't be afraid, Zechariah. God has heard your prayer. Your wife Elizabeth will give you a son, and you are to name him John. You will have great joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the eyes of the Lord. He must never touch wine or other alcoholic drinks. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before his birth, and he will turn many Israelites to the Lord their God. He will be a man with the spirit and power of Elijah. He will prepare the people for the coming of the Lord. He will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children, and he will cause those who are rebellious to accept the wisdom of the godly. Zechariah said to the angel, How can I be sure of this, that this will happen? I'm an old man now, and my wife is also along in years. Then the angel said, I am Gabriel. I stand in the very presence of God. It was he who sent me to bring you this good news. But now, since you didn't believe what I said, you will be silent and unable to speak until the child is born. For my words will certainly be fulfilled at the proper time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah to come out of the sanctuary, wondering why he was taking so long. When he finally did come out, he couldn't speak to them. Then they realized from his gestures and his silence that he must have seen a vision in the sanctuary. When Zechariah's week of service in the temple was over, he returned to home. Soon afterward, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant and went into seclusion for five months. How kind the Lord is, she exclaimed. He has taken away my disgrace of having no children. Today, as we reflect on this reading, let me just review a few points that come to mind for me. Zechariah's presence in the temple is not by chance. It's not a matter of luck. It's instead a part of God's plan where he, Zechariah, among all the priests, draws the lot to enter the temple. God uses these routines, these regular parts of our work. He uses the routine of the institution of the priesthood in order to call Zechariah as his chosen one, along with Elizabeth, of course, to carry out the service of the Lord in the temple where the Lord will reveal this great promise to Zechariah for he and his wife. He 
He is also assisted in this plan by God, by the crowd of people who are outside praying for him. The angel appears to Zechariah, and when he sees this angel, he is deeply shaken and overwhelmed with fear. But the angel has good news. The angel says to Zechariah, God has heard your prayers. He's heard the prayers of Zechariah, and he has heard the prayers of the people outside of the temple. And so what, what the angel says to Zechariah is that your wife will bear you a son, and you shall call him John. In the presence of the angel, in the presence of this angel of the Lord, Zechariah has disbelief about what he has heard. And as this story goes on, the angel reveals his disbelief as unbelief. His unbelief is like Abraham and Sarah's when God promised them a child, and they both end up laughing about it, questioning. Zechariah's request for a sign from the angel receives one. I am Gabriel, the angel says. I stand in the very presence of God. It was he who sent me to bring you this good news. The sign that Zechariah receives is to lose his ability to speak, to become dumb until the child is born. God is not vengeful. He doesn't take back his promises. His purpose is clear. You wanted a sign? I will give you a sign. We don't know how, but when he comes out of the temple, the crowd of people who have been faithfully waiting for him seem to understand that he has seen a vision in the temple. After this temple vision and this promise from God, the story turns to Elizabeth, who will carry out this calling, this promise from God. As we await the birth of a grandson in Chicago, Patty and I are doing that this morning. Our daughter Meredith is in labor. As we await a birth of a grandson in Chicago, the story of John's birth foretold makes me wonder, what will be God's person, uh, purpose for this young grandson who is being born? What does God have planned for his life. And that brings me to the next question. What is God's purpose for you today? It doesn't have to be a grandiose, magnificent vision of a purpose, but it might be something simple. What is God's purpose for you? Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you for the love that you have shown us. As we hear about the promise of John the Baptist and how he would herald a new beginning, a new creation. We thank you for this gift. We pray that you would help us to awaken to our calling, to our purpose in life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.